Hello, you're listening to Reviewing History, your comedy history podcast. I'm filmmaker and teacher Brian Rupert, joined here by... As always, Steve Bregliaco. And... TG. TG? Yeah, I'm Tony G. Tony G. <laughs> yeah. I gotta tell you. With that lean, you really are, are in that part. We've been recording all fucking day. Yeah. I didn't really sleep last night. Yep. I'm getting a little fucking jittery. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, it's yeah. in you. Oh, you're getting yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just the final of three episodes we're recording in one day. A little uh, anxious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're almost. But we're here to talk about the Chicago way. The Chicago again. way. We're going back. 1929. Mickey Mouse first debut. The Great Depression. Chicago basically is still the same as it is today. It's a good time. <laughs> it's a firing range. Fuck. <laughs> A lot of things change. I was wondering that during the movie. I was like, is Chicago just like always just a pure shootout? That's where the Pinkerton story. It is. But, a lot uh, of stuff started here. I have a fun family tale about that. About Chicago? About Chicago. Oh. I, I was did the one thing you probably should never do is look up your past. Oh, I thought you were going to say molested dog. <laughs> that's that's to each his own. But... <laughs> Beaver drew no on, uh, lines for hedonism. <laughs> Man, animal, or beast. I looked up on Ancestry.com. The free, I didn't I didn't purchase oh, it. Like, let, me, let, me, let me check a little bit. Steve found yeah. out he was white and I, said, I, I if you would have told me that 10 minutes ago, I would have punched you in the face. Yeah, yeah LeVar. <laughs> he, did, he perceived his race a yeah, little bit. Yeah, he different. perceived his he race perceived I looked it up. I looked at Ancestry.com. I wanted to see where where does my ancestors come from in America? How when did you they get there? You can look it up without giving your DNA. Yes, it's it's like the free version, like that you won't see the exact like thing, but you might get like a piece. There's like more, but yeah. Anyway, I've thought about putting my daughter's DNA in, so yeah. I'm not on the database, and I can right, still right. get the history. That's a good move. Is that messed up? No, you should do that. Yo. <laughs> I heard a story once about how they, they found a murderer like that once. Really? Oh, yeah. shit. Like uh, somebody's sister, mm-hmm. like someone who killed someone's sister went in the, in the database and they have the same DNA. You know, DNA makeup and it matched like a crime scene and they were able to figure out that it was her brother from wow. that. Yeah. That's sick. This yeah. happened. I don't. I don't know no, the details. No, I. I yeah. totally believe you. Like mm. anytime you're giving someone your DNA, not a good idea. Yeah, especially uh, if you're a murderer. Yeah. Mm. Mm. What, what were you saying? Yes. Yeah, uh, I found a ferry log. Okay. That's this. That's like the furthest back it goes of my family members of my last name, specifically yeah. with an O, because you can make it an A. Um, from Chicago, 1920. But in Latin, Jehovah starts with an I. Yeah. <laughs> Chicago, 1920. And uh, if you were Italian in Chicago, 1920, there's yeah. a strong chance you were doing something that you <laughs> shouldn't have been doing. Your, your grandfather was a gangster? Not my grand. It would be my great-grandfather. Great? Mm. Yeah. He wow. may have been. He may have been a gangster in Chicago. All I'm saying is that they don't know exactly who did <laughs> St. Valentine's Day Massacre. <laughs> <laughs> the Badagliacos have been known to pop up in places you wouldn't expect. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> We're going to tell you guys about that soon in a special thing. It's mind blowing. <laughs> we get around. <laughs> I was on Law and Order SVU once. Yeah, what was that like? He played uh, that rapist. Was an extra, it was fun. 
It's fun. It was nice. We got a dude. I was standing. I was standing on a at a bus stop, and like they walked by me, and the camera panned on us. So that was <laughs> cool. Was an extra. I was an extra. Yeah, nothing crazy. Didn't your sister like fall asleep at a table, and like Samuel Jackson sat next to her? I, I ate lunch next to her. Yeah, while she was napping. Yeah. <laughs> Samuel. Yeah, Samuel. We, there, I think that was in fuck. There was a there was a couple movies they were in. Three. No. Payback. No, Some it of wasn't. It wasn't anything big. No. Mace Windu. No. It's like. With Britney uh, Spears, no Murphy, Uptown Girl, Britney oh, Murphy, Uptown Girl. Good. Oh yeah, she was in Uptown Girl. Yeah, that, they were on that movie. I don't know if Samuel was uh, there, but made made in Manhattan. No, <laughs> but anyway, continue. Yeah, um, yeah. So you so, you, had, you might have some ties. I might have some ties to this story. That's interesting. Which is sad and interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's so long ago. Like you're not responsible for. Come on, you know it's cool. I don't have a problem with it. It's, <laughs> you know, it's not like it's happening now, you know? They were blue-collar guys. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, there had to be collateral damage. There's nothing cool about it. There's nothing, <laughs> nothing cool about it. Oh, man, you look like you have some ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> there, there had to be collateral damage that just isn't spoken about, right? Or but- in French, collateral damage. <laughs> I mean, they're just running around shooting. Yeah, the but yes, time. there's a lot of collateral oh, damage. Dude. Yeah, shit's blowing up. And is like just saying nonsense. <laughs> he hasn't slept in 24 hours. He's just seeing shit. He's hitting deer on the road. He's chewing on wood, playing with toys. <laughs> you know, when you travel to like a really high elevation, your brain starts working like a ten year old. Yeah, that's you right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, but uh, St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Have either of you guys seen this movie before? I didn't even know it existed. I got the DVD. Yeah, that's how Do I knew it? it existed. <laughs> you have the DVD? My dad does. Oh. It was in my house for years. I never put it on, though. This is your first time watching it? It's my first time watching it. Yeah. So, oh, first time for all of us? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. I was very excited mainly because one of the main characters is played by the guy. George Siegel. Who, mm-hmm. Yes, George Siegel. Who played Steven's father in Cable Guy. Yes. He would have said Shalom. <laughs> yep. And he's also Jack in Just Shoot Me. This guy's awesome. But he's young and mean in this, and he's fucking awesome. Yes. It's so funny because I've yes. only known him as an old man. Yeah. 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 And like I'm seeing, seeing him is... so young in this. And so like, brutal. <laughs> yeah. He's such a piece of shit. <laughs> what are you what's the first impressions here? I thought it was great. Yeah, it was I, good. I loved it. I find it funny that there's a movie where they're like, Capone is the good guy, basically. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's yeah. very interesting in that regard. I liked it a lot. And it's before The Godfather. So it's almost got the mm-hmm. feel of like a 30s gangster movie. It's It feels very 30s. Mm-hmm. It also feels like um, very almost like uh, old crime slash like early TV procedurals where it's like the yeah, voiceover it's almost documentary style i love yes. that so yes. much it's a perfect movie for i this. think i think there's i do have an issue with that narration because it's like sounds like orson wells no, i don't have a problem with that they actually <laughs> almost cast him as al capone oh yeah wow <clears throat> no my issue is kind of that like every character almost they do that to and the information becomes a little overwhelming like a, yeah. a guy will I come. I see that. Yeah. A guy will come into a scene, and they're like, "Bah bah bah bah," and he dies in 1945. They give you, they give you like his toilet. whole story. And, yeah. and it has yeah. nothing to do really with the, with the events, you know. Yeah, it gives them 
a way to not like even characterize these guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're just kind of like nameless goons doing a job. If you're reading a textbook or you're reading a criminal report and that's what you see this person's mm -hmm. name and then some small footnotes, that's what it was. In your brain, you give them a backstory and a, and a purpose yeah. by just hearing that real yeah. quick. Yeah. Yeah. So like there's a whole, it, it's literally like these guys will be in one scene. Or two scenes, but now that you've given, you've been given like their life story very quickly, uh, that you allow an uh, what would have been an otherwise bland movie or bland scene, you it get it's given something so else. much deeper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I, a it's a trick, and a lot of a it's lot a trick, of the uh, yeah. a lot of the footnotes that they add, like the introductory notes of this person. A lot of those people would be dying that day. You know what I mean? So it's like you, you there's reasons, a lot of reasons for it, and. At first, they're like, why are they telling me about this person, you know, mm -hmm. if you don't know the story? And then it's like, oh, that person who was a footnote in the story died there because of weird circumstance. You know? I don't mind when they're talking about like kind of the main characters, but it's like this guy and then he left the mob and, you know, went on and lived well, they all a, play a role. And he died of old age in 1954. Mm -hmm. And it's like they all played some role. In, the, in this yeah, scenario, I know. it's just it gets to be a little overwhelming. It's overwhelming. Yeah, mm -hmm. you can't keep track of anybody. That's what I mean. I, I couldn't keep track mm. of who was who. That's right. a skill issue. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will say, um, no, Roger Corman directed that. this. Any relation yeah. to Harvey? I don't know if they're related, but obviously, American film independent icon. Mm -hmm. Little this Shop of Horrors. His Little Shop of Horrors. So Ton of Edgar movies. Allan Poe movies. Really? Yeah, he did a lot of like hour-long Edgar Allan Poe movies. Did you see that movie that came out this past year where it's like Edgar Allan Poe in West Point? <laughs> no, but I wanted to see it. <laughs> I saw it. Was yeah, it, was it? it wasn't bad. P oh. Pale blue eye, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. It wasn't bad. Is it doable on this show? I don't know how true it is. Okay. But if it is... We've, we've stretched so I think far. There, there's like vampires or something in it. Though. Oh. oh. But... Uh, I mean, we just shadow a vampire. Yeah, but that's so, bit, yeah, it. Was yeah. good. I think okay. we probably could do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. But um, yeah, Roger Corman, mm -hmm. huge influential guy, gave so many yeah. guys their start in film. Mm -hmm. uh, James Cameron is the big one that comes to mind. Mm -hmm. Let him direct his first thing. The Piranha. Yeah, Piranha. Yep. Wow. Uh, just like there's if he got an honorary Oscar just because of how many people he got into film and got them their foot in the door. I believe Joe Dante is another one. And his brother Harvey was Headley. Headley? Headley Damar. <laughs> That's Headley. Uh, but after years of studio movies, this is his first... Uh, big yeah, one. Big one, yeah. yeah. And Was this a hit? I think it was moderately successful. Um, he came in... Oh, like he finished the film quickly and under budget because mm -hmm. he had so much experience being uh, an independent guy. And that's cool. Yeah. And one of the things he did was he reused sets from pre existing things rather than build like new ones. Mm -hmm. So, like, the, the Capone <laughs> set is a, like the hotel ornate living You know, thing. now that you mention it, there's a lot of it some of those familiar. outdoor scenes <laughs> look like I've seen them in Star Trek. Piece of, piece of yeah. the act. Like, yeah. it has to yeah. be the same block. From it's piece. probably the same block from Piece of the Act. I have yeah. no doubt. Yeah. Wow. Pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, like it, it was. They shot it on the Fox back, back lot. Uh -huh. um, Makes sense. So. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. 
And it looks good. You got a half fizz bin already. Yeah. How lucky for you. <laughs> so around this time, it's Prohibition. Prohibition. Let's yes. talk about some numbers here that they gave us. On uh, the movie, by the way, real quick, budget yes. of one million to two million is debated, okay. and it grossed one point seven million. So it really wasn't okay. too successful. It might have been different back then, though. There's no big stars in it. Yeah. For sixty-seven, that might have been a success. No, yeah. no, no. It didn't because there wasn't make, as much marketing. It didn't even it didn't even make back the production budget. You know. Mm. It still is, even yeah, if it's okay. a loss, it's still yeah. a slight loss. No matter what, it's not a hit. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Well, anyway, some numbers that they gave us. There's 21,207 speakeasies in Chicago. There's 357 million gross income for this business. And 618 crime syndicate members were murdered in under a decade. So this is a- How many? 618 members. That is insane. In under a decade. I think it was eight to nine years. Murders. That's, that's, yeah, it's a shooting gallery. Yeah, it's a it's, shooting it's gallery. Insane. It's a shooting gallery. And you could see why $357 million on the line. Yeah. This is what happens when big government comes in and doesn't let you drink. <laughs> Chicago's proximity to the Canadian border also doesn't. Uh, it fuels it, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. It definitely helps. Because obviously, this is happening in every city. It's happening in every major city in America. But New York is not as violent as this was. New York is. Kind of firmly in the control of various factions. Like you've got mm -hmm. Ma Maserati. Ma wow. Maserati? No, I don't Not think Maserati. the Maseratis uh, were a criminal syndicate in oh New my York. God. <laughs> Manzeria in the early part of the decade. And mm -hmm. then uh, Maseria. And then um, Luciano has a war with a, with a guy from Sicily. I'm, the name is escaping. Yeah. Me. He comes in a little later though, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, and of course Arnold Rothstein is doing well, has has been in business. Well, for a while. isn't Rothstein's not based out of New York? Is yeah, he? he is. Oh, he is. I thought yeah. he was Chicago for some reason. Right, and they get, they're getting their booze from Atlantic City and, and Nucky Thompson well, there, yeah. and Rum Row. Yeah, that's the thing. There's and, ties with all three. And locations. by the way, they do some of the events in this movie in Boardwalk. Yeah, and they're mm -hmm. fantastic. Yes. Uh, no, Boardwalk kind of skips this. No, but they do the um, they do the flower shooting. Well, that was Dini O'Banion. Yeah, that happened before the movie. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. They but do they, a little flashback. They yeah. show that mm -hmm. in Boardwalk. Right, yeah, they talk about Johnny Torrio. Yeah. Um, yeah, Boardwalk is a the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> I just waited and shot him right in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of Boardwalk the entire time I was watching this. I, you yeah. definitely had to remember, there's that one scene where Capone is like dressing down his guys at the table, and it's like you can tell Untouchables. Oh, Untouchables yeah. loves so, this movie yes. and took direct scenes. Yes. The, the hotel looks the same yeah. almost. Like, De Palma must love this movie. Uh -huh. I have no doubt about yeah, it. Right. Because I looked up like the way Capone really lived. It was actually like a modest working class home almost. Mm -hmm. It wasn't this sort of He's in the palace. hotel. Yeah. In front of everybody. Uh, yeah, he lived in um, the suburbs. What, what was uh, Oh, God. It starts with an A. Aurora? Aurora, yeah. yeah. Aurora, I think Aurora, most um, big time criminals would be in suburbs. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's. Hard to find ones with massive houses. On Staten Island, you do have the <laughs> the one. You do have the big house, but, you know, that you could. It's Staten Island, though, because you kind of blend It is the in. suburbs, but it's a massive hidden house that, you know, is. A, yeah. I think it was Castellano lived there. The sure. house from The Godfather is on Toad Hill. But yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But yeah, let's just paint the scene a little bit, I guess. Yeah. Uh, it's mm-hmm. prohibition. 19th Amendment. The sale of alcohol has been outlawed and consumption. The Volstead Act is the mechanism yep. from which they enforced that. Um, Capone runs the Southside Gang. He's, or is it Capone? Or is it Capone? I don't know. Um, he has that. immigrated to Chicago from Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, was he born in America? No. Okay. He was born in Sicily, I believe. But I think he moved when he was young, though. Yeah, he was like a baby when yeah. he came to America. Okay. Um, he served who, in World War One, I, I believe, right? No, that was a lie on board. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, told, he told it as a lie? Yeah, he told it as a lie. <laughs> I remember him saying that he was a vet, but I couldn't recall yeah. if it was real He or was not. trying to get clout. Okay. <laughs> um, but he... Uh, he one, one more boardwalk note. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, there'll be more. I'm that sure. is <laughs> that portrayal of him is the only the one that is even close to the real guy. The real guy, I feel. All so the other Capone? ones are more like like over the top. They're over the top. They're yeah. big, and mm-hmm. they don't look like him. Mm-hmm. No, they're nobody, more, they're they more never hand, look like him. They're more. He's handsome. such an hideous guy. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't look good. <laughs> like they're more handsome. Like. The guy who played him on Boardwalk isn't like a an ugly dude. Look up real mobsters. To a man, every one of them is just a beat up, fucked up guy. They're not yeah. movie stars. Yeah, they, they don't have an easy life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're not pampered. But well. yeah, the one on Boardwalk actually like looks like it a little bit. Uh, more. A little you know. Bit. Yeah. The, At this, least he's like short. It's not De Niro, <laughs> and it's not you know yeah, this guy. This where guy. they're kind of strapping guys. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Continue. I'm sorry. Um. Yeah, he runs a Southside gang. He's followed Johnny Torrio out there and in like two, three years, taken over the entire gang. Torrio retired after almost being assassinated, probably by Capone. Yeah. I thought, <laughs> doesn't Boardwalk kind of insinuate yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, Capone never did anything. Well, yeah. He was never convicted. Never did He's anything. innocent. Yeah. He's innocent. He's so. Tax evasion. Um, I mean, who's never evaded tax before? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the North Side is run by the Irish, mm-hmm. uh, formerly Dini O'Banion, who ran the flower shop. Horrible stand-up comedian. Told so many jokes <laughs> about Ovaltine. Yes. They should call it Roundtine. <laughs> um, that's gold. That's gold. <laughs> He recommended a restaurant to me once. Mendy's. Mendy's. <laughs> you got to try the swordfish. Not only that, I told the guy I owed him a dinner. Right. Right? Yeah. And we went. And let me ask, I want to ask you this question, Steve. Oh, fuck. This serious question. <laughs> serious question. He's Dead he, serious. Dead serious. He, he, goes, yes. okay. he goes to me. Mm-hmm. Right? This guy, Which Banyan. Guy? This random guy? Banyan. Banyan, he, okay. He comes to me and he's like, hey, you owe me dinner. I'm like, fine. I take him out to Mendy's. Great restaurant. Mendy's is like a Wendy's? No. His choice. It was his choice. He uh, wanted to go like to a Mendy's. nice restaurant. Okay. <laughs> take somebody out to nice dinner. Great swordfish. Mm-hmm. Great swordfish. We go out to dinner. He yeah. decides to only have soup. I pay for it. He just wants soup. Yeah. That's it. Later, he comes to me and he's like, yeah, when are you taking me out for that dinner you owe me? And I'm like, I did. I gave you soup. He's saying he says that because it was soup, it didn't count as a dinner. Soup is not a meal. Soup is an appetizer. But, but was it a meal? But was that the be, dinner? It could that it be a meal because you're going out for the night. Was it a this whole night thing? This is it, thing? Ben? Was it a whole night thing? Or was it like it uh, two guys I, go out I to say, eat? I he say, orders soup. I say, I'm taking you out to dinner wherever you want to go. 
We yeah. go to the place. I want the one that I want to yeah. go to. You only. And I get, only. No, that's my dinner. Yeah, that's my dinner. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Okay. Yes. I took him out again, and I let him know. Right. Yeah. The next yeah. time, <laughs> this is it. <laughs> this is the. That's the bad move. You don't take him out again. <laughs> you lost. You lost out on it. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Oh, bad. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He was uh, assassinated in his flower shop. Yep. And the gang has been taken over by Bugs Moran, mm-hmm. who was the new the new top man. And he was famously quoted as, man, I a stinker. That's Bugs Bunny. <laughs> B-U-N-N-I. He was Italian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, the movie starts uh, right after the massacre. Yeah. yeah. Which, yeah. Re- re- again, remind the unto- you're right. The Untouchables kind of drew from this, too, I think. Yeah. Because it's the woman walking across Screaming. the street and seeing. And if you remember, the Untouchables opens with the bombing in that little the shop. The little shop, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's the, the woman and the girl. It's very similar. This is like a prequel to the Untouchables in many ways. Sort of. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. You know? And Boardwalk is the prequel to this. this. Yeah. <laughs> Should we start the movie? Let's start, start it. Because uh, we already did. This woman... You hear gunshots because it's Chicago. Yeah. It's a regular, you know, Monday day. Um, and this woman walks across the street to see what that was. And there's a bunch of dead people. But we don't know that yet. It's yeah. just her screaming. Um, and it cuts to what I feel is an amazing gangster portrayal. Okay. This, this opening scene, the introduction. George Siegel. To Frank Gusenberg <laughs> and um, was this, uh, Peter Gusenberg. Mm-hmm. I love this scene. You loved it. I loved it. Why? Cause they, cause it's so fucking menacing mm-hmm. and it's just, it's walking in and you just know like it, they're going to be a, problem. this is a problem. Yeah. And not only is it a problem, but this is when I, I really liked the documentary style, like sayings of what the people are, because it's like, yeah. this is a known murderer, known mm-hmm. assassin, like, and thief. This is what he's about. And he's just sitting there like antagonizing this guy. You know, and I'm like, oh, this spits is, in his face, spits in his face, rubs beer all over, yeah. pulls his tabs. Oh, he's being a real prank. And it's mm-hmm. like, you're going to buy alcohol from me. You're not buying it from Capone. Right. And he tells what do you want to get me killed? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah. all right, don't worry about it. That's mm-hmm. not that's none of your concern. Mm-hmm. You're just this is what you're paying. This is the rate. And you're going to get double from us. And I was like, wow, this yeah. is this is the an honest portrayal of how these people acted. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, it's the pure intimidation the, tactics. Yeah. There's yeah. no, uh, there's gla- no romance. There's no glamour. There's no romance here, yeah. which is what I loved. Yeah, and Capone is afraid for most of the movie. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. on edge. They all yeah. are on edge constantly because right. they could be killed at any moment. Which is weird because, you know, the movie came out in '67, and the mafia, as we know it. Uh, really started to break down in the 80s, 80s and 90s. Yeah. Right? And I feel like that is when we started to hear the real stories. And I, I would have assumed, and maybe I'm wrong in thinking this, that at this point when the movie comes out, most people don't know like what really goes on with those guys. It's all mm-hmm. you know, like the movies and stuff. Like nobody's flipped and like told the real – like the Goodfellas hasn't happened. Well, Rico, ha- yeah. it doesn't exist right. yet. Yeah. You know? And the, even the God, the Godfather is not realistic. No, you know, not really. Yeah, the Corleone family doesn't deal drugs because right, right. they're above that. They don't agree. Like, come on. Yeah, the warring um, was real in the Godfather. How they killed each yeah. other, but that's about it. So I, you know, I, I think um, this seems to be more based in the real world than I would have expected. 
They're foot know? soldiers. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's based on the foot soldiers. Well, at this point, so like, you know, we've had so, like obviously the 20s. This is American myth. Yeah. It's only 45 years removed from the actual events. Yeah. About, mm-hmm. you know, so. 30. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's not far removed. Yeah. There's been so many movies and TV shows mm-hmm. and all this stuff. It's like a lot of it is well documented and mm-hmm. known. And mm-hmm. the movie is not taking any stretches. Right. No embellishments. It's like. Mm-hmm. This is what we know happened. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you have to imagine some conversations. Yeah. But all the conversations are so dry mm-hmm. and they're so related to like, this is what needs to happen, blah, blah, blah. It's like, this is probably, you know, words were probably changed. It is probably very close to what was said in those rooms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? Yeah, sure. Because undoubtedly, some of the people involved in this are still alive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the point, at the point yeah. of the making of the movie. You know. How much would they have said that is true is right. de- under debate, but you know, I, I it's it, it's great, and it, I am also going through this, and every time they mention somebody, they mention their nickname, and I'm sitting like, man, we we suck with nicknames now. We we need to step our game up. We really I get the papers, get the papers. Come on, <laughs> Vincenzo Demora, aka Machine Gun Jack McGirth. Where? I don't know how my you got that name, my but God's first wife <laughs> ran away and abandoned uh, my grandfather for a guy named the Grinder. <laughs> oh, the inventor of the gay app. <laughs> the gay app. <laughs> he would be rolling his grave. The Grinder. Gee, I wonder what. That. I wonder how he got that name. <laughs> I yeah. The, the inventor is his ancestor. I will name this after my grandfather. <laughs> Actually, I will name this after my grandfather. <laughs> Yeah, so my 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 uh, if she if she didn't leave my grandfather for the grinder, I wouldn't be alive today. Okay, wow. <laughs> it's a good thing she did. The grinder. This is your mother's. This is my mother's father's wife, first okay. wife. Well, yeah. Machine Gun Jack McGrath. I didn't know there was a first wife. Learned some new yeah. uh, Galati. We had history. two kids with them, with her. So yeah, I have two half uncles, who are. Yeah. They were raised by the grinder. You can imagine okay. with. <laughs> You can imagine what they do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> butchers. Yeah. Yeah. They own a butcher shop. <laughs> it's all patties all day. <laughs> so Vincenzo the Mora, Machine Gun Jack McGirth, Brooklyn boy, living in Chicago, avenged his father's murder, killed, I, I think, a fucking everyone who was involved and now he's a top trigger guy for capone that is and he knows yeah. who and he gets shot at they try killing him yeah they shoot they try yep. shooting up the place yep. frank and uh pete gusenberg two brutal hitmen for moran try to kill capone capone's top guy yeah. <laughs> they're no joke yeah this is this is crazy shit going on like right out the just gate just drive-bys just <sighs> i can't drive- wait to talk about that drive-bys one. are so fucking brutal they're insane <laughs> they don't seem efficient especially at this time because no, the max not speed isn't fast <laughs> but you're just spraying yeah yeah you go 20 miles an hour just <laughs> with a tommy gun which yeah. which is so Bullets hard everywhere. to fire <laughs> so I, I i i don't want to skip too far ahead yeah. but the scene you're talking about uh-huh. uh happened and i have some numbers yeah. about that and it's hysterical they hit like nothing they hit nothing they injured two people but they caused a lot of fucking damage i bet multiple clips from two tommy guns and yeah. six cars right ton of damage 
didn't get their mark at all. <laughs> they missed every yeah. shot. <laughs> yeah, you're better off just walking down the street and just... Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why most people Chicago would... Chicago know, typewriter. You'd have to get close. You'd have to use a shotgun or a pistol. Or be a nice Ivy League suit. <laughs> um, so, you know, we're introduced to Charles Fischetti. He was killed 1951. And Al Capone. And they're holding a meeting. Yeah, Al Capone became at the top of that Frank Nitti was in the scene. Frank Nitti was. Oh, yeah. oh boy. Yeah. He hey. talked like this. Hey, nice house. I said, nice house. <laughs> he was not thrown off a roof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't say that in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, they're having this meeting. And I think it's kind of dangerous for all these mafia guys to get together where people are trying to kill them. If they Much were, better if they had some kind of service. Some kind, any other service <laughs> comes to mind that they could have used? That they could communicate with. Is right, there anything right? that comes to mind? I think Riverside. They right. could have all saved time. They, they, want, it, they want it recorded. <laughs> <laughs> and they want it in 4K yeah. so all the evidence could be seen. <laughs> But Riverside gives the option to not they have, don't have 4K. to record. They don't they have to. Have just if you don't want to see what's on that little piece of paper on your desk, you know. Yeah, maybe Capone's like, hey, hey, what's what's that behind you? You could just show him your camera, you know. <laughs> oh, Riverside. Yeah, Riverside. Hey, how is that? <laughs> oh, it's the best, Dal. It's the best. Beautiful 4K. Everything you need when you're doing your conferences. There's one gangster listening right now being like, this is a good idea. Yeah. And he's going to get pinched because of us. <laughs> so check out Remember Riverside. when uh, the feds put that lamp in Tony Soprano's basement? <laughs> yeah. And then Meadow took it and yeah. brought it to college with her? Yeah. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> he was singing Dirty Work in his car. <laughs> I don't have I'm a fool to do, do your dirty, dirty work. work. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But uh, so Sopranos check out Riverside. See, that Sopranos is the or Boardwalk. That is the eternal question. I know my answer, but the Sopranos is probably better. I think Sopranos better. But it's more. I real. just like Boardwalk better because of the style of it. I like the twenties yeah, thing. Yeah, Boardwalk's cool, but I think yeah. Sopranos. You don't as a get Boardwalk though without Sopranos. No, of course not. Yeah. So look, they're both brilliant. I prefer Boardwalk because I actually watched it. You never watched Sopranos. Oh, you no. never. Oh, you should. I want to. And you you should watch Band of Brothers. I mean, you both are fucking lacking on your You HBO never saw Band of Brothers? No. I know. I mean, you I never know. saw Sopranos, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Band of Brothers is six episodes. And I Sopranos is ten. historically one of the greatest shows on air ever. <laughs> Let me yeah. tell you something. I know you and I know what you like. Yeah. You'll watch Band of Brothers and it will be the, the greatest. It'll be the greatest thing you ever. You will yeah, like it more I than know. anything you've I ever know. seen. I know. <laughs> I'm aware. I'll get there one day. It's just I also kind of like the fact it makes you squirm. Yeah. <laughs> you, did you see the Pacific? Not no, as good. No, not as good. Not it's, as good. It's All fine right. though. But I'll, I'll do band first. Anyway, Riverside.com. Check Riverside, it out. Yeah. Do some skyping. Uh, not yeah. skyping. Uh, do some video conferencing. Beautiful 4K. Yeah. So, yeah. So Capone's cousin, Charles the Fixer, slick guy. He was murdered. You know, there's a fat cat meeting. There's a bunch of people here. Yeah. Um, and but Capone is focused on one thing, Moran. He writes it on a piece of paper. And he's like, "We got to get this fucking guy." Yeah. And Jack Greasy Thumb Goosick. <laughs> See what I mean? Like this is great. Yeah. Greasy Thumb Goosick. Greasy Thumb. <laughs> ha 
how'd you get the name Greasy Thumb? Well, so what to, I do uh, is you know. I uh, grease my thumb and I shove it up guys' ass to Whoa. let them know it's the Chicago way. And this is to your point. They say that. They say he owned whorehouses. He now does bootlegging for Capone. He's the numbers guy. Dies in 56. That's it. He has nothing else yeah. to do with the story. It was unnecessary. But the fact but they, that they but told they put me, him in. The they, fact they told me his past, I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's fun, man. It's a, it's a cool movie. But Capone's pissed because the north side is being affected. Well, they're encroaching you know. on his territory. Yeah. On yeah. the south. Moran. Yeah. They're taking over Speaks. Well, Moran took over 28 bars out of the 12,000 that Capone owned. Right. Which, Which doesn't sound like anything. But when you're a mafiosa, you don't want fucking people even taking Even one is too much. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's like uh, he starts doing it. Then you got another gang. You know, it's like they got to worry about Joe Aiello. Yeah. yeah. This is why Small we time. look. Yeah. <laughs> this is why we look over our shoulders before we get into our cars. We steal fans from Carlin. We know we're running into some dangerous territory. Yeah. I am worried that Carlin's <laughs> going to put a hit on me. Yeah. 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 You send that history on fire guy yeah. after us. He yeah. starts driving by uh, the studio. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna walk out. I'm gonna hit with a fucking history textbook. Yeah, right. Tom Holland. I'm not is good at it. Spider Man? No, the other Tom Holland, the historian. Oh. <laughs> I was like, why is Spider Man gonna be here? You guys visit me in the hospital. It was them again. <laughs> the cops are asking you, who who did it, Steve? Who got you? I ain't got shot. Hey, nobody hit me. Nobody. We know you don't carry around history books, Steve. Just tell us who hit you with the book. <laughs> that, that was real by the way yeah i know that's yeah. a real this movie's very accurate it's as far as like that's out. what i mean it's yeah. very dry and very accurate it's it's up there on the accuracy list yeah the accuracy kind of almost presents a problem though because <laughs> it's like it's too accurate it's like what can we say like yes this happened like yeah. you see it in the movie right. yeah. you know yeah um so you know they, they want to kill moran and he's like, Moran wants me dead. They show a drive-by, and the hotel was shot up. This was real. This is real. And the, so how now, real is this? You I didn't asking? realize this was like a flashback. Yeah. Mm. But it's it a is. a flashback of what they did to trying to kill Capone. Yeah. Right. Or at least sending a message because they missed. This is the thing we brought up before. Now, uh-huh. in the movie, I actually I, I read what happened, and then I looked at the movie to see how accurate they did it. They even had the correct number of cars. Really? There were six vehicles and two machine gunners that were spraying. The other machine gunners were so not were spraying. The other cars? Defense. Oh. They also have other guns in case they- Just in case there's a shootout. The, these they guys are come there out. ready. Right. Yeah. So they shot up the place. Two people got injured. Mm-hmm. Nobody died. They missed everyone. <laughs> I think it's more of a message, but right. like- Maybe get some training. I mean, you're hoping. It's like it's you like gotta when, pay for the repairs. It's well, like, that ornate woodwork in it's the hotel. Like, it's like when you shell, like um, you know, when you're bombing Berlin. You know, it's like you're just hitting whatever you can hit. Right. You know. But this is also what sparked Capone calling for the hit. He's like, "Yep, whoever did this has oh, to well, die." Oh, that'll piss you, know? you yeah. off. You know. Mm-hmm. That's not the first time they tried killing him. So, you know, let's talk about Frank the Enforcer, <laughs> Francesco Nitoni. <laughs> Sicilian, he was in charge of the hit. He he leads the enforcer squad. But Jack Machine Gun stalked out Moran and knows where he lives, so he gets put in charge instead. And was that Frank, the, the young guy that yes, like Capone yes. was He's the one with? who's setting this up. Yep. He wants Jack to the hit instead of Frank yeah. the Enforcer. And Frank's like, you know what? All right, I'll set this one out. 
It's less shit I got to do, mm-hmm. you know? Um, what's interesting about this time and, and actually doing these sorts of crimes is like you had to do stakeouts a lot more. Well, you had to do recon. You had to f- – yeah, you had to find like similar patterns in somebody yeah. and hideouts and weak points in these certain situations. Well, that's know? what I thought was so brilliant about the plan that they hatch with the guy. Mm-hmm. They drew Moran out by enticing him with a truckload of whiskey. You know, and they and they had to they had to give up a truckload of whiskey first. It's a Trojan yes. horse. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh but that's later in the movie. I guess we'll get to it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We could um, talk about Moran because he's introduced next. Yeah, and what do you know about Moran? He's a Minnesotan. Yeah, he's a Midwestern gangster guy. Mm-hmm. He's been like a criminal his whole life. And he, you know, has been work. He was in the, the North Side organization when O'Banion ran things and just kind of, it seems to me anyway, that he just sort of stepped into the leadership role after the fact. How like does any of this really thing. happen? Yeah. You know, right as far place, as criminal right time, underworld. You know? And I think it was forced to in that position, though, because it, they say that um, over five years, every single leader of that crew was murdered by Capone. Mm-hmm. So he was like kind of the last yeah, one. Yeah, he's the guy that's left. Yeah. Uh, With the Italians, it seems like there's way more rules. Like you got the Cosa Nostra The Italians shit. have a code. Right. Yeah. The Omerta thing. Yeah. But with the Irish and shit, it's, I think it's really just like who's capable. It's you know? gang mm-hmm. rule. Yeah. 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 And I mean literal like, you know. Mm-hmm. Gang rules. And I think that's why you see stuff like that drive-by. You know, yeah, like yeah. stuff like that what isn't really in the MO of the Italians at this point. I got to ask about Boardwalk real quick. Who? <laughs> sorry. Who, <laughs> what are you apologizing for? <laughs> just because our listeners, it's like I'm just talking about Boardwalk. He's, just done, he's done with this movie. Yeah. <laughs> he needs Boardwalk. <laughs> Who's the guy that's in the flower shop? Dini O'Banion. No, the mm-hmm. funny guy. That's there throughout the whole show. Oh, Mickey Cusick. Mickey. <laughs> I fucking love Mickey. Mickey Doyle? Yeah, Mickey Doyle. That is <laughs> well, he, he's Cusick and he changes his name to Doyle. <laughs> he dies, right? Does he die Does in the he, flower I shop? I think he might die at the very end of the show, but I remember there's that scene. It's in Chicago. It's in like season two where uh, Eli goes up to him and goes, how the fuck are you still alive? <laughs> great. It's a great... <laughs> Great moment. Yeah, he talks like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking awesome. I was I was I'm, he might make it through the whole show. I don't remember. What's his I gotta look him He's up? He's like the Paulie Walnuts. <laughs> well, while you look that up, uh Moran is looking for allies now because they're underarmed and they will take anyone. And there's actually infighting in the crew because of this, because it's like you're you're taking help from all other races and people we don't know. And he's like, any gun is yeah. going to help us here. Right. Because yeah. look at what you're well, against. They go to Joe Aiello. Yeah. And f- this kind of didn't make sense to me. And going to Aiello. I might have the, my, the timeline in my brain might be wrong. Okay. Aiello so, and Capone are rivals, right? Moran sort of teams up with this Joe Aiello guy. Yeah. Who's like a small time operator. And... Not that small because he has, he want, has access to He people. has ties to the New York mob. Yeah. Now, it seems like they want to assassinate the five families like Guy in Chicago and Capone's replace connect. him. Yes, yes. Replace him with Aiello. Yeah. Now, are the five families even a thing at no. this point? Yes. No, not at this point. Yeah, no, because right 
basically because you're talking about Luciano didn't organize you're talking about 1930 it's not that didn't happen oh yeah well I think it's starting because right after prohibition ends they jump in so they have to be starting to be formed right I think like the the gangs are there but they're unorganized and they wouldn't have the Cosa Nostra there's like a there was like a crew or not maybe a crew but maybe like a gathering of leaders they say it's the it's like the it's like a Union of the Brotherhood or some shit like that. Right. It's like that's the black kind of, hand and shit like kind that. Kind of, but the La Cosa Nostra started in, in Italy in defense against the Spanish king when they were trying to invade small in towns Sicily. in Sicily. This thing of ours. This thing of ours was, oh, you're trying to invade us? Is that what La Cosa Nostra means? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's It was like, oh, we're going to defend against the king. You pay us tribute. We get weapons. We fight oncoming invaders yeah. basically and then that eventually because it wasn't federalized became corrupted and you know turned into what you see today so the the union or the brotherhood or whatever that you want to call it at that time mm-hmm. like the the, the five families mm-hmm. it wasn't titled that or seen as that it wasn't like a commission where it's like oh we're gonna much get more s- informal yeah 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 luciano essentially gets them all together and turns it into a giant corporation yeah, yeah. where they all have to agree with each other on things and by the way he killed mickey doyle Luciano? Yeah, in, the, in the last season. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought he he got he bought it at the end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he didn't make it. But he's based on a real guy, Mickey Doyle, Mickey Duffy, who died in 1931 in yeah. Atlantic City. So well, there you, there you go. go. <laughs> Little extra history. <laughs> Mickey Doyle. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh the inner brotherhood circle, that's what it was called. Okay. So we f- see where Moran lives. It's like an apartment. It's not really super nice. And, um, you know, he wants to get Capone out. And he talks about the flower shop hit that was done on O'Banion. Right. Yeah. That led to him rising to power. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, what can we, uh, you know, talk about this hit? Done well. <laughs> Two guys walk in, put a bullet in them, and walk out. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Because right? just... <laughs> uh, I guess that was his front, the flower shop. Yeah, yeah. He was he was actually like into gardening and flowers and shit. Yeah. And then I love uh, his funeral. You got the gigantic <laughs> arrangement <laughs> from Capone. This is from Al. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Al is a bit of a troll. Yes. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You have to be. Also, Al is obsessed with his public reputation and public persona. He loves the media. He likes yes. being a celebrity. He used it to his advantage. Yeah. He did. Know, 100%. So it was smart. And he's fact, also like a philanthropist. Like, well, after this event, he uses like, he gets a lot of flack because everyone knows it's him. Mm-hmm. And he does like a bunch of big donations and show of charity well, he, I trying think to he, get people back. I think he kind of always did. He liked the mm-hmm. idea of be of walking into a room and people being both afraid and admire him at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like he wants he wants people to kind of know that he's a brutal criminal. But at the same time, look at all the good I've done. You know, yeah. it's, it's yeah. weird duality. He wants to thing. walk in both worlds. He yeah. wants regular. He wants regular people to love him. Right. And he wants other rivals to fear him he right. wants his cake and yeah you know wants to eat it and that's and you you got guys in new york who will, like i think luciano will eventually tell him like you gotta chill the fuck out like you're uh, you're bringing too much heat on us 
You're you're so yeah. in the open. Right. And that's why when this massacre happens, the public has had enough of the violence. Yes, this and is that's when line. the crackdown happens. That's when they form the untouchables and like fucking mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like send a task force to get this guy. We can't just start having <laughs> executions against the yeah. wall in yeah. our city like right. <laughs> and constant drive-bys. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but guys dressed as police officers. Now, I've I've spoke about this before when we did the Untouchables the first time, but like the age of the public in the media gangster, over. It's over. Over with him. He's like He's the, 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 end, the right? one and only guy. Well, doesn't everyone know like Lucky and like the Vegas guys kind of? Yeah, but they weren't like flashy Lance. dudes that that made that like would go and talk to the public about their criminality. No, talk talk to the media. You know. Um, Maybe like Bonnie and Clyde or some shit like that. Meyer like, Lansky. No, nobody knew who Meyer Lansky was okay. I think, at the time. It's just stuff that came out afterward. I think I might be wrong, but. But you do get some criminals later on who step into the spotlight and, you know, do their thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you got the Gaudis and shit like that, that, you know, take that underworld-esque situation, just kind of like, ah, screw it. Let's just be open about yeah. this nonsense. I think Luciano kind of became famous because when he went to prison, he was still like being Running the, mob. the head of the mafia mm-hmm. from prison and working with the federal government, you know, to like do shit. Helping for the World, War, World II. War II. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm a good guy. Look, I'll right. protect our shores. Yeah. yeah. And while you're in jail, obviously the media can come and talk to you and he can make a case yeah. for himself. Yeah. But um, yeah, let's talk a little bit more about this crew that is being formed or is going to try to take out Capone. Okay. So you have James Clark. Um, of the five. It's Moran's brother-in-law. Albert Arkachlerk. I can't pronounce his last name. It's very difficult, but mm-hmm. his AKA James Clark. Uh, he's the number two. By the way, thank you for taking great notes on this. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> I did, not, You're I did welcome. not write. Were you pausing it? Um, sometimes, yeah. Yeah, because I was like, I was like, I, I like this stuff though, so it's, you know. Yeah, but it's no, easy I was like, me. how is he writing all these? Because I started at first, I started doing that, like when it first happened, mm-hmm. and then when it kept happening, I was like, I'm, I'm going to fill up my notebook. I didn't do, I didn't do everyone. I only did the important stuff for the most part. You okay. Know? Um, once I realized, like, wait, you said like it's random people. I, I was like, okay, I don't need to do it for everyone. Um, but he's the number two in Moran's gang. He's actually now in charge of Capone's hit. And he hires John May, a man who has seven children and is broke. Yes. This he wants to be the driver. Guy. And this is when I was like, He doesn't want to do anything violent. No, but they give him yeah. a gun just right. in case. And I'm like, why are they telling me about every single person? Because some of these people are going to be killed because of that. Some well, of don't won't. they say he's going to be dead tomorrow? Yeah. Right? They usually <laughs> say, like, this guy's dead soon. <laughs> and now um, we see their headquarters, or at least one headquarters. The Paisanos. Cir- the Circus Gang Cafe. Circus Gang Cafe is a real place and a real gang. So that location that you saw, it, now you can actually go visit the location. It's just like a regular building. But it was, you know, where you see Nicholas walk in and make the deal to, to kill mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, it was a whorehouse slash, you know, gangster hangout. It's a whorehouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where you, yeah, we meet Nicholas Cirillo. Well, before that, they say we got to get Paisanos. <laughs> like, I think they're talking about a pizzeria. My friend, 
used to get pizza at a bat not pizza but calzone from paisanos he used to go to paisanos a place named paisanos for his calzones yeah. right and right. he worked for the yankees right and he was using the paisones to get Pizzones? close to jo- the paisones he went to pizza i know he, he was going to paisanos for the calzones and he was eating them with george steinbrenner yes. george steinbrenner steinbrenner he <laughs> I knew, I knew he's the most exciting thing I've seen in my life. <laughs> of all the dramatic things I've ever seen. Just going like this, just waving, just waving. The most dramatic thing you've ever fucking seen in your life. I hate baseball. I hate baseball so much. Continue. But, uh, Goodness gracious. Steinbrenner ate the same meal every day. So every day he wanted my friend to get him a calzone from Paisanos. Right. And eventually, still going. Yeah, eventually, my friend couldn't get them anymore, and he had to go get from another place. It was a whole thing. Right, pay would change. Yeah, he has to have have his his pants in the oven. Damn it! Damn it! satisfying looking down and seeing just the table. God damn it! Paisanos, a calzone from Paisanos. Heartbreaker. Love ticker. <laughs> Shoemaker, won't you fix my shoes for free? <laughs> After this, the Yankees started putting all their uniforms in pizza ovens. Yeah, yeah. To smell like calzones. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Circus Gang Cafe. Yeah. <laughs> this is where Nicholas Cirillo, a Sicilian immigrant, will make a deal for $500. He has to steal a car via gunpoint. He doesn't have to shoot anyone. He has to steal a case of liquor. And this is just like nobody. This is a this is a Sicilian immigrant. He's never done a. This is his first crime, and he will be killed shortly. This is the older guy, right? He's the older Sicilian guy. He can't speak English, so he gets pistol whipped at one point. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much, his job is to fake steal a shipment of whiskey, eighty cases. Yep. Yep. And bring it to Moran to Moran's guys. As just like a Trojan horse. Mm-hmm. So he sells them a, a truckload of whiskey. They rob him. Mm-hmm. They take some money off the top. Yep. And then, uh, and if you, I don't know if you caught it. He takes some money off the top too. Mm-hmm. When he, uh, when he goes back to Capone's guys and tells them what happened. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, they took money from yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, and then they use him again to do the exact same thing. Well, to get the final right. hit. But he mm-hmm. calls up Moran and says, your guys were a problem. Can you come? Yeah. And he actually listens to him. Yeah. But I guess it's the guy delivered once. He did good for them. So if he could do it again. Yeah. If, he, if this is a guy they can use, mm-hmm. they'll use him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Moran's like, yeah, sure. It's very. I thought it was brilliant. I thought It's a brilliant tactic. It's a great plan because yeah. you have no reason. Look, you're going to get yeah. such a good deal. Why would you not show up? Mm-hmm. You know? I think at all these leaders, whiskey is hard to come by. Yeah. Yeah, Like they can make beer and shit. And wine. Whiskey's harder. Moonshine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. So if it's good stuff, they want it. I also think that during the second phone call with Nicholas, Moran says a line that I said, Ooh, I think he suspects them. Because he goes, Oh, I don't know how many cases are going to be. You know, this is a little weird. And he goes, Okay, don't worry. You show up and you're going to get what's coming to you. He Mm -hmm. does say that. Yeah. He says that. And I go, He's looking to kill this guy after this. He doesn't trust him. But mm-hmm. he's gonna he's gonna take the cases and just off the deal. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I honestly think was gonna happen. And Guzman. You know, yeah. Cause they wanted to kill him to begin mm-hmm. with and steal the money. Was this before or after they had the scene with him and his girlfriend, which was great. 
Okay, this, I can't wait to talk about that scene. Okay. <laughs> uh, this was, I believe, before. Yeah, it's before. Um, it's coming. And then Pete actually has to take out Capone. And this is the scene. This is it. Mer- Mertley Nelson Coppolin. Myrtle. Myrtle. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I probably hit the wrong button. It's okay. Uh, ex-showgirl. Actress insanely hot. Insanely hot, yes. <laughs> Who such a 60s her? girl. Dude. She was such a 60s girl. I'm such a mark for that. Like, I always yeah. think they're so hot. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's Jean Hale. Jean Hale. <laughs> I, like, I feel like that chick was, like, on a Star Trek. Like, playing, like, a slave yeah, right. girl or something. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> she hasn't been in a lot. No. Uh, nothing really. But they get into this wacky fucking Lover's quarrel. Fight. <laughs> yeah. So Lover's Quarrel there's, turned there's ugly. A couple Real of ugly. The fur co- she bought a fur coat with For, his money. Yeah. Three thousand dollars. Well, Insane. no, she, he gave her a seven hundred fifty dollar fur coat, and she goes, "I needed a nicer one. I returned that one and bought a different one. Yeah. How much? Three thousand. You bitch. <laughs> Honestly, do you blame him for being mad? <laughs> I would be so pissed. So. I wouldn't try to kill her. So this movie has a couple of homages to the gangster movies of like the 20s and 30s. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. This one has a clear one to one of the most famous movie moments in gangster movies. The orange, the grapefruit. The grapefruit Mm -hmm. in the face um, from, I believe, Roaring 20s. So in that movie, James Cagney shoves a grapefruit into a chick's face. In this, he takes, it's like a sandwich, right? He takes like a whole turkey sandwich (laughs) and smashes it in her face and rubs it around. He also doesn't know how to eat a sandwich. Did you catch this? He's eating it and biting it in like ways and it's going all over. And it's like, just what are you doing? (laughs) You fucking animal. I like when she's sleeping. Like later, later on, she's taking a nap, <laughs> and he's just sitting next to a pointing pistol yeah. at her. <laughs> and, and the narrator goes like, he debates about ending his relationship with her. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's brilliant. <laughs> it's really funny. But uh, like, I believe the cops were called with this little. Tiff, the tiff, yeah, and uh, she stuck up for him. She's like, yeah, yeah. he was a business guy. He, he didn't, I don't know anything. Yeah, and it just shows yeah, how don't loyal they have these her people voiceover were. Voiceover, come on. Yeah, uh, they were talking yeah. about after he was dead. Yeah, yeah, and he and they asked her about him, and she just still stuck up for him. Tell, didn't give up a, a thing. Loyalty. Yeah. Well, you know, if you say something too, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. I love the fact that they threw this part in the next part. Capone is. Shoulder to shoulder, rubbing, bumping elbows with some high class individuals. Oh, yeah. And he's complaining about the young kids today who have no morals. <laughs> hysterical. <Yeah. laughs> Utterly hysterical. <laughs> They're wearing skirts and uh, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I watched this with my wife. And she, she said that, yeah, when, uh, when women started wearing jeans, her father got all bent out of shape about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, said, he, said that, that he, he was like, what is this? Uh, this is yeah. the decay of society. My well, mother, jeans, yeah, jeans would be seen as a- said like, yeah. it was like a big deal like when she was like wearing her first pair of jeans, you mm-hmm. know? It was like- Yeah. I found that out through Wall Street. I never heard of it before, but jeans were a sign of farming. So you were considered poor wearing them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the early days. So it was like, oh, you're wearing jeans. But it was like, it was a women's lib thing. Yeah, 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 like we're yeah. working now. Right, right. Know? 
They got no morals. <laughs> yeah. Now you see a girl in jeans and you're like, wow, I can't believe she doesn't have her asshole hanging out. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's like I see these videos. They come up on like Instagram and Facebook. And it's always like a half naked girl talking to a dude in the street. Asking him like sexually provocative questions. Oh, sure. Yeah. And like the new thing is. That's what TikTok is. It's minors doing sexually explicit things the new thing is like the girls ask dudes slap or kiss and it's like would you rather what slap? Is that they go to they go to random dudes mm-hmm. and they're like would you rather slap my ass or kiss my face and the guy what the guy picks and then they let them do it every time every time i've seen it so far has just been a dude smacking the girl's ass okay it's and you don't think this is staged Probably. Uh, either way, whatever it is, mm-hmm. it's, it's we could test this. Entertain. We could test this. I don't know. Like I, people younger than me are a different species. They're aliens. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we could test this. We could test it with Have us. Anka. We'll send Ant to go to up to random women and be like, "Cradle the balls or smack my ass," and then we'll see what happens. <laughs> and arrest. <laughs> 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 we skipped an important part. I'm sorry. Uh, no, let's do it. Because I like that. I liked him complaining about the kids, but right, right as like while he's complaining, there's something happening with uh, Moran's boys. They are going for a hit on Patsy Lalordo. This is the top guy for the mob in the area. Yeah, yeah. Patsy. They want to take him out. And they do in his he's own apartment. He's kind of like a mentor to um, Capone. To Capone, he's his he's Capone's connection Connect to New York. To New York, yeah. yeah. And he was in Boardwalk too, if I recall. Probably. Yeah. Probably yeah, I think well. he was. Patsy Lalordo. Mm-hmm. Well, they eliminate his bodyguards very, very planned and and efficient. Oh, this <laughs> like, is a great hit. It's really cool. Like it's executed very well. Yeah. And they take him out in his own apartment in front of his wife. Yep, they don't give a shit. That's fucked up. Yeah. And then what, juxtapose that to what Capone's doing, and he's just, you know, oh, these kids today. And yeah, he, yeah, he yeah, gets yeah. a phone call that Patsy's killed, and then he's like, nope, now it ends. This is this is it. Well, this is the breaking point for it, Capone. It has to be, yeah. He's upset. His like, mentor is dead. Yeah. And if you're upset, and you've lost someone, <laughs> and you need someone to talk to, you could use a service like BetterHelp. Wow, what's that? BetterHelp is the <laughs> online tool that you can use to talk to a therapist nothing like gangster sociopaths like these, these are the they people they need that could therapy use too yes. they're human right. tony soprano went to therapy he sure did it didn't work for him if he was on better help mm-hmm. he would have been able to switch that therapist and she probably wouldn't have been raped well, she, she got raped by that random dude yeah but the employee of the month you know really yes does tony take care of him no, no. because Dr. she doesn't want to sink she that debates low debates on whether to tell Tony or not. She, she does, chooses yeah. not to. She doesn't and want to sink that low. If she yeah. told Tony. He would have killed him. Oh, he would have killed him. Yeah. For free. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. She should have told Tony. Agreed. Right? Yes. But then she becomes. She becomes the evil. Evil. Yeah. You tell Tony. You yes. yeah, tell you Tony. Tell Tony. <laughs> <laughs> you tell Tony, you yes. know, the bad thing. The bad guy got me. 
get the bag. Please watch The Sopranos. Yeah, you need to watch The Sopranos. <laughs> My wife likes The Sopranos too. She would it's probably fantastic. rewatch it. It's fantastic. My wife hates The Sopranos. Really? She liked it. I, I watched it when we first started dating. We watched the whole show. Uh-huh. And when it got, well, I, I don't know if I want to tell you. I know, I know I everything that it. happens. When, when they kill Adriana. Yeah. She, it broke her. That's like the last season, right? No. No. Oh, okay. But she didn't want to watch after that. She was so upset oh, that Adriana. She so loved good. Adriana. It's so really? Good. Yes. And then she just she she was just done. Is that Portia De Rossi? Is that her name? Yeah. Uh, she's hot, right? Yes. yes. Yeah, I think that's her. I started because like I got married not too long ago. I got the ring on. I I don't wear rings. So I fidget with it a lot, and I kind of yeah. look like Paulie Walnuts. I keep my hands <laughs> like this, and I do this, and it makes like I don't have. I now I just kind of hey tone, and I'm sitting there talking like this, not realizing what I look like. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like I love Paulie Walnuts. He's great. Rest, rest, rest in peace. He's such a shithead. Rest in peace. <laughs> he's like an irredeemable asshole, right? Yeah, in that, yeah, he's he's, he's an underhanded, backstabbing, traitorous <laughs> yeah. guy. Yeah, but but you but love him. You love him. Yeah. 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 He murders old women, and yeah. he's horrible. He betrays Tony. He does, and never yeah. gets his comeuppance for it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So BetterHelp.com, you know, it can help mafiosa. It can help you. Online licensed therapy. Get healthy today. Talk to an online licensed therapist that you want to talk to. If you're a Roman Catholic mob guy, maybe you want to find a Roman Catholic. You can yeah. customize it in that way. <laughs> You can customize it to your own needs. Betterhelp.com. Check it out. Nice. Yeah. Good. All right. So. Still looking forward to working with you, John. (laughs) (laughs) It just runs. (laughs) (laughs) Do you, um, this is way off topic, but did you ever see when they splice Sopranos clips into Skyrim? Yeah. It's yeah, the fun. It's so good. Those thing. videos are great. So good. So funny. It's so good. But there's that scene. Yes. Where and the scene the scene is for anybody who's, who remembers. It's when Tony is talking to Johnny Sack on his front porch in yeah. the snow, and uh, the feds come and they're going to arrest Johnny. So Tony has to run through the snow, like to get away. He sprints. Yeah. They fucking put that scene, and then instead of the feds, a dragon comes. <laughs> <down>. <laughs> And he's chasing Tony. And he's chasing Tony. <laughs> I love the internet. God bless the internet. Oh, well, the other so one where it's every moment that they're ever in a car in The Sopranos, <laughs> and they put them racing on Rainbow Road, and from Mario yeah, Kart. Really? Yeah, it's yeah, fucking yeah. great. <laughs> They, they put work you into put it. These up on this gonna, yeah. They put send, work. Send them to me. Yeah. Make yeah. my life easier. They, they yeah. put work into it. Um, <laughs> so Capone knows who the target is, who killed Lalordo. They they gotta get the they gotta get revenge for Patsy, right? And now I found one of the best nicknames, personally in, in this, um, for Albert Wernsch, um Excuse me, Albert Weinshanker. Yeah. Nicknamed, a.k.a. Albert Weinshank. <laughs> Not that good of a nickname, it's guy. Almost like, it's it's like, it's. I guarantee you that's just to make him sound less German. Yes. That's, they dropped the yeah. ER. <laughs> it's almost like a hockey nickname where all the hockey players, they give themselves the shittiest nicknames. 
And it's always like if you're let's say your name was like Shore, mm-hmm. you'd be Shorezy. Yeah. They just add yeah. like yeah. they add like EY to the name. Uh-huh. You or know? drop something. Yeah. yeah. So this guy, uh, honest businessman, he has relations with Capone. He will be sadly one of the guys who uh, gets killed and he had nothing to do with anything. So, yeah. Wrong place, wrong time. Wrong place. Yep. And you're dealing with if you're dealing with criminals, you had to, you know, expect that shit happens. So, so anyway, like we said, they they've uh, set up this deal where the guy with the with the whiskey truck is going to meet with the Northsiders mm-hmm. in a warehouse. And O'Banion's not O'Banion. Uh, Moran. Bugs Moran is going to be there. So they set up like guys to watch the warehouse for when they show up. And then what the plan is, once they do, all of Al's guys are going to come in dressed as cops, mm-hmm. fake arrest them and just execute them. Yeah. Yep. So that's what happens. And yeah. it's that, yeah, that's the, but Moran never gets there. He didn't make they, it. Well, Moran saw that cops were raiding the spot and right. turned around. He they yeah. they mis uh, made him. Yeah, because there was a guy who dressed kind of like, like the guy yeah. I just mentioned. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he dressed in brown, and they mow them down with Tommy guns. And there's a dog. The dog I, doesn't get killed. I was so happy the dog didn't get killed. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. I think I said, "Oh, thank God, good doggo." Yeah. yeah. But um, when they when they do the shooting. It actually, the way the bodies fall in the movie mm-hmm. matches the real the picture photographs. of yeah. the photographs. Oh. And the That's wall, because they tore they tore down that factory, mm-hmm. they actually took that wall and it's now in the mob museum in Vegas. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. shit. So that wall is still standing with, with the bullet, bullet holes yeah. and blood. That's so sick. Yeah. Wow. Mobsters, mobsters go there and pray. <laughs> like the Jews right. in Israel. Yeah. For mobsters, it's their wailing wall. Every American president has to go there. Yeah. Kiss it. Yeah. They put on the fucking they, the fedora. Yeah, they put the fedora yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rosary beads in the other hand. <laughs> And they put a fedora on and kissed the fucking wall. That's hilarious. <laughs> we did skip something pretty cool. What? The train uh, what, scene? The train scene. Yeah. Uh, so Capone knows Aiello is the guy who was who was, had access to his friend. Yeah. You know, Patsy. The Patsy. So they find out his, like, Cousin or something bought the ticket I in his doubt stead. That happened. This right? probably. I don't think this happened because I don't think. Himself. I don't think Al would have gone on a train to murder someone. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't seem like anything no. Al did. No. Yeah. He might have you sent know? someone to do it, but definitely not him. Yeah. The guy literally went out to Miami just to get distance between himself and this hit. Why yeah, would to he, be away. Why would yes. he personally like take care of right. this? Show up on a train. Yeah. On know? this is because it's like it was my personal my friend. friend. I'll do yeah, it. But I don't know about that. You're a gangster. You don't got friends, dude. Like, I'm sorry. You just don't. It's all business. Yeah. So, but Capone got him. Um, Moran lives. There's a fun scene on how they they did the stakeout as well. Um, Mr. White and Mr. Johnson purchase a room. (laughs) They're playing an orchestra. They have violin cases. That's funny, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's very comical. Yeah, Yeah, there's like frisking and stuff. Yeah. you know, it's it's cool the way they they do the execution. It's mm-hmm. done well. Um, yep. And that's the movie. Well, they show scenes of Moran's crew the day that they're gonna die. 
Like this is the yeah. day he's going to die. This is the day you're going to die. So they kind of go. They give a they postscript relist. of each character. They yeah. relist. Well, not so much a postscript. It's a prescript to them dying. Yeah. Like on that morning, what they all did. Yeah. Right. And I thought I liked that. I think uh, one of the I think it was Pete slept with like a hooker. And he's just like, wait the for me. <laughs> most hideous hooker ever. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he regrets it, but still yeah. is going to do she it again later. Him. Yeah, she robs him. I, yeah. I honestly think that's a remnant of almost like 50s Westerns? film. No, 50s filmmaking almost, where it's like crime doesn't pay and it's an unglamorous life. Uh-huh. Yeah. So they purposely cast uh-huh. an ugly actress. Right. So it's not desirable that like, uh-huh. look, he has yeah. a hooker, but look how ugly she is. You wouldn't right, right. want to fuck her, right. you know? And he goes back. He's like, wait for me. <laughs> yeah. he, or he intended to. He got murdered. I think, it, I don't know if it's Peter Frank. I think it might have been uh, Frank. Moran but, uh, survives the hit though. He yeah. survives. Well, he's, he's in the restaurant. Yep. Yeah. Basically the end of uh, his gang. Al has Chicago. Yeah. Yep. yep. They um, put garlic on the bullets. If it doesn't kill them, it'll poison blood, their blood. blood. Wow. That's that's cool. That's vampire shit. Yeah. I wonder if that's it's probably real, right? Why would garlic do that? Why would it stay on the bullet? If it's traveling that fast, wouldn't it like come off? Nah. It's just liquid? No? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's oil. I feel like oil might come off, but all right. I'll trust this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Munitions expert ant. Yeah. Um, and then there's the guy who was shot, and this is a real thing. We mentioned Guzman. it before. Guzman. Guzman. Yeah. They're asking him, who shot you? I ain't get shot. Right. I didn't get and he shot. wouldn't they give anything up. the same thing to Tupac. Who shot you? Yeah. Nobody. Nobody shot That me. was actually, I believe, a Tupac song. Wait, mm. I thought it was a Biggie song. Who shot you? I thought it was I just a line. Remember. I don't know if it's the title of the song. It's a Biggie song. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, it's a Biggie song about Tupac. Yes. Moran is interviewed by the press and he's like, I had nothing to do with any of this. Yeah. I don't know how real that is, but at least the interview. Remember the Biggie Smalls movie? Biggie Smalls. Biggie Biggie Smalls. Biggie Smalls. Smalls. What the (laughs) fuck? (laughs) (laughs) So fucking funny. So good. (laughs) Don't ice me, homie. <laughs> is that the my super sweet 16 it's episode? It's my favorite episode yes. of the whole show. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's, your, that's your favorite yes. episode? Hell on Earth 2006. That's your favorite that's episode? That's my favorite episode of South okay. Park. Yes. I love Christmas With the, Critters. The three murderers. <laughs> Who? Oh, yeah. they're, they're the three stooges. Yeah, yeah. three stooges. <laughs> Who is it? It's Jeffrey it's Dahmer. Dahmer, Gacy, and uh, we just fucking were talking about this. The guy Zach yes. Efron played. I don't know. Bundy. 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 Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Ferrari cakes are really nice. <laughs> Acura. Acura cakes are really nice. <laughs> so, yes, we get the postscript. Uh, within 19 months, four of the killers are murdered uh, or de- dead by violence ways, you know. Uh, the hitmen, there was two hitmen from Sicily that were part of it. They were planning to kill Capone. They get killed by Capone. Uh, two police officers... Uh, one died in a robbery. Another one was just found dead. So Capone kind of cut all ties to this. And uh, Machine Gun Jack, the guy who did all this, was killed about seven years later. He was also murdered. So they all came to a horrible end. <laughs> and then uh, Moran disappeared for a little bit, got arrested for robbery, served 10 years, I believe. Yeah. And then dies of lung cancer. Uh, Capone, 
The last guy. It took Capone a while, but he owned all the cigarette companies. He actually contributed to uh, Moran's death. he played the long game (laughs) Uh, Capone is never charged in any violent crimes just tax evasion but he goes to jail for 18 years and dies of syphilis Syphilis. which is a horrible way to go portrayed by Tom Hardy there's a movie which I I, we have to do at some point because it's going to be so fucking weird I've never seen it he, it's called Capone, I believe. It's Tom mm-hmm. Hardy playing Capone, dying of syphilis. I mean, it seems like we're getting every moment of Capone's life on this show. So yeah. I don't. <laughs> yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> and it's him just like supposedly pissing and shitting himself for like two hours in like the most unglamorous like <laughs> portrayal of anybody ever yeah. as he dies. Damn. And it's like half a troll job on the audience. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of want to see that. I want to yeah. see it so bad. <laughs> it's got to be like the blackest comedy. That would be very hard to review, though. <laughs> Just <laughs> next scene, he shit himself. Next scene, he shit himself again. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know if that's the whole thing, but you know, obviously not. But this is what a fourth gangster movie. Let's see. We did Untouchables. Untouchables. Yeah. This. Donnie Brasco. Donnie Brasco. This French Connection. French Connection. But is French Connection? No. Yeah, French Connection is. isn't. It is. <laughs> I'm thinking like. I don't think it is, dude. I wasn't even thinking Donnie Brasco. I was thinking like a 20s gangster stuff. Donnie Brasco is a gangster It is a gangster movie. movie. <laughs> In my head, I like was thinking. See, I, it's weird. I have like a delineation where like I consider a gangster movie. You're just Boardwalk Empire. No, no, no. Like, that's no, your In focus. my head, if you say gangster movie, I picture like. 20s guys, 20s guys and if stuff. I say mafia movie, if you say mob movie, I picture everything else. I get that, but it's the same, same thing. It's crime. I don't necessarily disagree, but it's just kind of what popped. I like in my I head. like that way of thinking, though. That's, that's 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 a better way of categorizing the films. You know, that's they're why definitely was, stylistically very different. Right? Yeah. yeah. These are way more actiony than like those. Are we missing any, any other? I think those are the those ones that right? we did. Yeah, we need more. Do you count the DeLorean movie? That's a crime movie. It's not mobster. It's not mobster, not gangster yeah. stuff. So, okay. My whole life, I wanted to be a gangster. We'll do that one day. That, is, that one is going to be. That's going to be the last thing we do. That might be the last movie we do on the show. We'll yeah. Just close it out. Just close it out with fellas. that. <laughs> I want, you know what we want for well, that. Well, we want, we're, we're waiting for the whale. So we, we want one of our white whales. Look, yes. if any of you guys know Colin Quinn. Colin, please. Tell him we just want to talk about good fellas. We just want to talk. <laughs> can, we just, can we just have an hour of your time we to talk about good fellas? It's fine. We're harmless. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody who's came on this show, their career got boosted. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> we had Jimmy the Hair Guy on. Jimmy now the Hair he's on famous Impractical now. Jokers cruises. <laughs> anyway, that was the film that I loved it. All right, great. <laughs> so I think you liked it the most. So I think you should I, go last. I'll go last. Okay. I'll where go you, first. Where are you going? I'm going to go seven. Okay. Um, it's a little dry. Uh, Seven's strong, though. It's not bad. Yeah. Um, it's just a little dry for me. Um, the, the It's kind of confusing keeping track of everybody because there's so much information. Yeah. And because you're not like – normally if you do this movie, you kind of just focus on couple one of characters. couple of characters and like I you can identify them. This is so all, all over the place. Yeah. It is a bit harder to follow. I mean it's shot well. It's directed well. 
I enjoyed it. It's a such light, breezy, informative watch. Like mm -hmm. you could watch this instead of a documentary about this, about the subject. Yes. Oh, definitely. It's very much a documentary. Um, so it's a seven for me. Strong movie. Nice. Happy okay. I saw it. I'm gonna go seven yeah. and a half. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I basically agree, and I, I'd be giving it an eight just because I enjoyed it so much. Mm -hmm. Like it's an enjoyable watch, even it's though fun. it's a it's a disturbing content. Yeah. But yeah, it has moments of like fun mm -hmm. and like comedy and then like disturbing things and yeah it's awesome it's a great portrayal of that time as well so i know that's an eight i knew you were going to be an eight that, yeah, was, the, an that eight. was the score you were giving it in my head yeah all right and one last order of business all right okay um i know what you're doing i know what you're doing this Why is, did you have to draw each brick individually? This is Brian's portrayal. <laughs> How else would I draw bricks? Of Grand Theft Auto One. one. <laughs> the first Grand Theft Auto was an uh, overhead view. Yeah. Dead, Dead bodies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know it's the wall. I know it's the dead bodies, but you, you, there's no reason to draw bricks individually like that. How else would you draw bricks? I honestly don't know. I would do a line and then lines that are not completely... Uh, connected. That does make more sense. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot less work, but honestly, I know what it is. I it sucks. It's a bad drawing, but <laughs> but I'll give it to you. That it's irredeemable. You're, you're you're getting good, <laughs> at least of getting your point across. <laughs> All right, we did it, guys. Good night, everybody. Yep, Saint Valentine's. That's that's good. Oh, Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Val. It is Valentine's Day when this oh, comes out. Oh. I'm gonna get my Steven Singer rose to my wife. <laughs> Is he a sponsor yet? I hate Steven Singer. We should Singer. get Steven Singer. He'd give us money. He gives everybody money. Yeah. I don't yeah. even know if we got money from the other sponsors. We might have signed up like thousands of people. We wouldn't know. <laughs> thousands. Thousands. Yeah, we do give great ads. I mean. It's worth every penny. <laughs> um, I wonder so, how that fucking toxic pond guy did. He, 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 got, he succeeded. Yeah. He got the money. He oh, got good. Funded. Yeah, I'm actually waiting my book. Yeah, where's my book, bro? Yeah, where's my book? <laughs> Am I getting a book? No. Did you order one? No. No, they're not getting a fucking book. Yeah, why didn't you support? I got oh, a sign. I, I got like the variant. I, I, I got like cool no, shit coming. I thought you guys were getting freebies. No, I bought the book. Yeah, we, we supported it. We backed it. Oh. He paid us for, we just gave the money back, basically. Yeah. <laughs> basically, it was a free copy. It kind of was, yeah. <laughs> Why did we do any financial transactions is beyond me, but whatever. <laughs> I wanted to support the, the Yeah, book, yeah. You know? I actually like the idea of, like, cosmic horror stuff, so. Yeah. Uh, it is Valentine's Day today. You got any plans? It's Valentine's Day. Uh, normally on Valentine's Day, I. I some of that. <laughs> I do some of that fucking. Fuck Yeah. Yeah. You make a point. Some of that old school, old time <laughs> fucking. <laughs> and some chocolates. Ant wears his satin robe from sunup till sundown. His, his wonderful lingerie. Yeah. His edible panties. Yeah, all silk. He's wearing all silk so he can be smooth. <laughs> No, do you have like dinner plans or anything? Like, I did you usually make a... I I usually cook. I do some. Cooking oh, you cook on, on Valentine's. You I don't go a, to a restaurant. I get all romantic. I it's get the a one day he cooks a year. Yeah, <laughs> his wife enjoys hot pockets and mac and cheese every Thanksgiving. <laughs> I mean Valentine's Day. No, I break out the good stuff. Who Tostino pizza rolls? <laughs> You guys have no faith in, in my the oven. In the oven, not yeah. the microwave. It's a special occasion. <laughs> <laughs>
I went to the local deli. I got us the best chicken sandwiches you could get. My wife, since we moved, she threw out the toaster oven, which I used all the time. Why? And replaced it with an air fryer. And I mean, I don't, you, I don't know how to use this fucking thing. It's, it's the same big, thing. It's a big monstrosity. <laughs> you just put the stuff and you turn it on. I'm so put I'm some so oil. Intimidated I love it. the air fryer, dude. It's great. We have a toaster air all fryer the time. combo. It's awesome. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. what it is. Oh, oh. So you can still toast just stuff. Just put the toaster thing on. I don't look. What do I look like? Some kind of engineer? Do I look like Isaac Clark? It's manuals. <laughs> so you're going to cook your wife a nice meal? I'm going to cook my wife a nice meal. What about you? You got any plans or reservations? Nah, I don't, no, I don't have anything yet. I'll some figure something out. Fashion fucking maybe, maybe we tend to like. like I don't. I do the cooking thing usually too because Valentine's Day going out's a pain in the ass. It's a lot of people. I don't. What like are you that. doing, Brian? What are you doing? Yeah, it's against my faith. I don't celebrate. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> no, no, no. Um, Anything I, with a saint in it, you're just out. <laughs> honestly, I hate Valentine's Day. I hate mm-hmm. like the concept of it. Uh, what we have done the past couple. Love? Of- <laughs> caring <laughs> no i hate the um i hate i hate greeting cards with a passion what yeah i despise greeting cards really? i think there's so, so why I, do you keep sending us cards <laughs> send us cards every holiday stop then do you, th- do you think it's me oh all right I wasn't do you sure. think i'm organizing cards and sending them to you look at the fuck is the is the envelope el- leg- legible can you yeah. read it? Yeah. yeah. It's not me sending that shit out. Point. <laughs> I hate cards. Um, Fuck Hallmark. No, so what I've done the past couple of years, this is our first one with a baby, is we meet after school early, like three, four o'clock. Mm, in the schoolyard. In the school. We have a fight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She brings a gang and I bring a gang. And we... <laughs> oh, no. Don't tell Leonard Bernstein. He's coming. <laughs> no, that place Darling. that place is going to bring my gay lovers over. I'm going to make a musical about this. <laughs> but, you're um, love it. Just... No, so uh, we get an early, early like dinner reservation, like three, four o'clock. Oh, and we we dinner. go to her favorite restaurant, Aunt Butchie's. Oh, Butchies. You, you. OK. It's around the corner. wife used to live. Yeah. That's where I found her and I took her away from that place. Yeah, she she went, lived she in the, the freezer. Yeah. They were trying to do an insurance scam on her. <laughs> Call back. I saved her. But um, yeah, so you know, we'll probably get dinner early, get home with the kid, put the kid to bed, and then do some of that fucking. Yeah, yeah. That's the, <laughs> that's the only thing that matters in this world. Old school. Fuck yeah. it. There's two things in life. <laughs> Sex and death. <laughs> so you're better off doing one of those. Sex and candy. Remember that? I smell sex and candy. Yeah. Can you name who did it? Marcy's Playground. Fucking good. <laughs> this guy. He you knows know his history. <laughs> he knows his 90s. He knows so much useless information. It's yeah. astounding. You know, what would be a f- you know what would be a fun game we could do on the show that just popped into my head? Well, that no. I wish I thought of it earlier. I take lyrics from 20 songs. Okay. And 2020s songs. And I read you a line. And you have to guess. Which 20s? Which, which, 20s. which 20s it Ooh, belongs to. That's, that's fun. I think it will be easy, but yeah. it might be fun. 
Dame is. You got to smack a dame in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's the, a huge giveaway. <laughs> Anything about love is there's no 20s. Negroes in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just pick Eddie Cantor's most yeah. explicit songs. <laughs> All right, drive you around in my Ford. <laughs> All right, that's it. That's it. Um, that was fun. Thank you for. Listening, watching, like, subscribe, do all that jazz. Anthony has been playing with toys for the last um, six hours. Six hours. <laughs> He's the toy man. That's all I hear without the mic, without the headphones. I just hear like. <laughs> I hope the mic doesn't pick it up. It, it's really not. Don't. I don't think it is. I definitely picked up when I was eating that lollipop before. Oh, yeah. Well, you were purposely <laughs> eating that lollipop. You ate it with a purpose. That wasn't. <laughs> and you were slurping. In yeah. a, a At one episode. point, you took the cup and just put it up to the I mic and just really inhaled. That didn't happen. So, anyway, big year next week. <laughs> oh, big yeah. Year. yeah. Big year. I forgot we were doing that. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Anyway, we should do a double feature. Come and see in Big Year, the weirdest, <laughs> most disconnected double feature of all time. Two movies with absolutely nothing in common. A double feature. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. We do a four-hour episode about both movies. Well, that's good. We're not doing this, but it is funny. Yeah. All right, ready, guys? Yes. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> want to give a big thank you to everybody Man, listening yeah. and or watching. <laughs> thank you to... Hey, he puts on his smooth voice. Smooth voice. Yeah. Well, you're a smooth You're lucky guy. I'm not doing NPR Brian voice like I did on the... Do it. NPR Brian voice? Yeah. Okay. Want to give a big thank you to everybody listening and or watching out there. That might be too low. Want to give a big thank you to Tell em Steve, Dave, Bry, Walt, Q, Getem, Lannister Court down in the studio. If, uh, if, if we greatly good. appreciate it. Want to give a big thank you to everybody listening and supporting us. Please go to Reviewing <laughs> History. Like negative 40. <laughs> Can you hear me or no? I can, but it's low. I'll just do it. <laughs> Want to give a big thank you to Tell em Steve, Dave, Bry, Walt, Q, Getem, Lannister Court down in the studio. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you to everybody listening and or watching. Please like and subscribe, share it, tell a friend. Um, you know what to do. Go on Apple iTunes, leave yeah. a five-star review, go on Spotify, five-star yeah. review, like, subscribe, tell a friend, send tell your mom, emails. tell your dad, tell your local barkeep, spread the faith. You can send us the emails. Send an email. You can send it through the website. You don't have to send yeah. it through you know, your, email. your email. Yeah, you can go to the website, reviewinghistorypod.com, buy some merch. Yeah. We're not making promises, but, you know, there might be shirts on there at some point that we don't even announce, just new designs. So you want to check on there from time to time. We'll, we'll announce it. With <laughs> <laughs> uh, that weird gay hamster. Oh, oh yeah. We, I, we I have some I merch ideas I want to talk with you guys about. Okay. Put on the hat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> weird gay hamster. That's no way to talk about Steve. <laughs> It's very accurate. <laughs> Just don't call me junkie. Just, yeah, don't do that. I'll fucking stab you. That's who needs to go on a hat. Don't call me a junkie. junkie. Oh, just junkie. Just, a picture of Steve funny. with the word junkie. Yeah. <laughs> you would hate that. that, right? Yes. Yeah, I'd hate it. <laughs> but I also hate the first shirt I was ever on too. So whatever. 
<laughs> it's not like I enjoy the shirts you're putting out. <laughs> Hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> oh, we're making that. Right. Marcia, I specifically should say you're making yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, you have to go through me first. <laughs> Good luck figuring that out. <laughs> Um, reviewinghistorypod.com follow us follow us on all social media our view history pod reviewing history pod everywhere else follow me personally on all social media at Brian Rupert two P's follow me on Letterboxd I rank and review every single movie I watch even the ones in my personal life thank you guys so much we'll see you next time I have a personal life I have a life outside of this (laughs) you can talk you can talk